We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy, Cody here, back for another episode. And the Colts have three weeks left in this what has been a very disappointing season. Right now, sit at 4-9-1. and one. We'll see tonight, depending what happens with the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they win. Colts officially eliminated from the playoff picture. If there was any hope, it'll be officially the door will be slammed shut tonight if Jacksonville is victorious. But with that being said, the Colts still do have three games remaining on their 2022 slate. So I wanted to kind of talk about some players that I am watching here in the next three games because pretty much the season's lost. But there's a lot of young players that bear monitoring and watching and seeing can they progress and potentially be, you know, help in the future in 2023 and beyond. And so, guys, the kind of the way that I did it is I kind of grouped these different players into a couple different categories, right? I have one, two, three, four, five categories. So I, I split them up into five categories. Originally, I was only going to do like five players, but I started thinking about all the position groups and I'm like, I'm probably going to do maybe double that. So with that being said, let's get started on my look at some pretty much young. They're, they're pretty much all young. You'll notice that trend with all these players. So let's get into it without further ado. Wanted to start on the offensive side of things, talk about the offensive line. Uh, the Colts obviously invested you know, a third-round pick into Bernard Ryman. He has been your left tackle for the last month and a half or so. I want to see, can he continue to progress? He's had some rookie moments. He had a moment last week in Minnesota. You know, I just want to see what's he going to look like the final three weeks of the season. And, you know, will that give the Colts confidence to not really feel like they have to do a whole lot? You know, maybe you bring in a vet tackle to challenge Ryman, but really you want to give him another opportunity to really grow into that role and become the left tackle of the future for the Colts and potentially solve an issue that has really uh, eluded you since Anthony Costanza hung it up a couple seasons ago. So, I want to watch Ryman. I want to watch Fries, although probably more Ryman than Fries, just to see maybe what, what you know, do you feel good about potentially Will Fries next year competing for a starting guard spot? Do you feel like he's more of maybe that, you know, swing offensive lineman that can kind of play a little bit of everything? Uh, so really Ryman, but I threw Fries in there as well because he is a young guy, only a second-year player. 
um, as well out of Penn State. So that does it for the first category, young offensive lineman. I want to flip it over to the other line, the defensive lineman. And there's a couple young guys that bear monitoring, two guys especially that came in the same year, first and second round a year ago. And they've definitely both had moments this year where they've looked good. And I just want to see how do they finish out this 2022 season, obviously talking about Quiddy Pay, the first round pick for the Colts in 2021, and Dio Adangbo, who was their second round pick. You know, Dio had a really great day. Clearly, his best day of his young NFL career against Minnesota a week ago. So, what does that look like, right? What does that look like for Quiddy? What does that look like for Dio? Can they just continue to build? onto what they've already been able to do. Obviously, Quiddy's been a little banged up this year, but he's back and he's healthy. So I'm really intrigued to see what they can offer from a pass rush department. And uh, can they continue to ascend to that next level here in year number two? Really year number one for Dio, but for Quiddy, year number two. All right, another one here. Going back to the offense. Let's talk about these running backs, right? It looks like definitely Zach Moss and Deion Jackson are going to be the two main lead backs here for the Colts with Jonathan Taylor going on IR earlier this week. So I want to see, what does it look like? Zach Moss got a ton of run against that in the Minnesota game against the Vikings. He had some success. He had some struggles. Deion Jackson, we already know what he can do. He had a fumble in that game. So these guys have both had up and down moments uh, this year. But looking at the future, this is more about a future one, right? When Taylor comes back, ideally healthy next year, who's kind of that change of pace number two running back? Is it Zach Moss? Is it Deion Jackson? Who is it? Or do the Colts not feel comfortable with either of those guys? Do they go try to get another running back in free agency or draft a guy? So I'm going to be watching those two guys, especially at that running back position. Not really going to throw in. I don't really think I'm going to throw in Jordan Wilkins because he's been in this scheme before, this league before. He's he's getting a little bit older. He's in his mid-20s now, so I don't really classify him as a guy that bears monitoring because we kind of know what Jordan Wilkins is at this point. So that does it for that one. And then I want to continue on the offense and talk about some other young, skilled position guys, these young pass catchers. Specifically, want to talk about Alec Pierce, number one. And then number two, Jelani Woods. I might throw Kylan Granson in there as well, but I feel like we kind of know what he's been able to do this year. I'll, I'll just throw him in there for argument's sake. I want to see now with Nick Foles as your starter, can they build some chemistry, right? Because I don't know how fair of a gauge you've gotten so far with Matt Ryan at quarterback and then Sam Ellinger for a couple games at quarterback. So I want to see, you know, will Nick Foles be able to, you know, get more one-on-one opportunities for Woods, you know, for uh, Pierce, for some of these guys, you know, what's it going to look like? What's Kylan Granson's role going to be in this offense with Nick Foles under center? I'm just intrigued to see how they use them. And then, you know, how do you feel about these guys after having a quarterback that maybe can give them more one-on-one opportunities um, and 50-50 balls and stuff like that? Because the culture really haven't done that a whole lot with Alec Pierce and Jelani Woods this year. Both these guys pretty tall for their position. So, I want to see what that looks like as well. So young pass catchers is my other one I wanted to talk about. And then I just wanted to kind of close it out by talking about flipping over to the defensive side, these young DBs for Indianapolis. Now, these are the guys I want to talk about specifically. So I talk about Dallas Flowers, talk about Rodney Thomas, and talk about Nick Cross, right? All these guys are rookies for the Colts. All these guys have played some sort of role for this team in different capacities, right? 
Uh, Nick Cross started out as your week one starter and hasn't really seen the field on defense since then. Do the Colts now, if they're officially eliminated, want to get more of a look at their future at the safety position and give Nick Cross more of a run on defense? I certainly think they should at this point. I just hope they do. Uh, secondly, Rodney Thomas, you know, he's been a revelation finding in this, uh, this past year in the seventh round, right? He has been phenomenal when given the opportunity. Definitely had struggles for sure, but can he continue to play at a pretty high level for especially where you drafted him? And then finally, Dallas Flowers, a player that's really, really been ascending recently, specifically in the return department. You know, with, with Kenny Moore, Brandon Faison banged up a little bit, can that open the door for Dallas Flowers to get more of a run at the corner position, right? He certainly got the tools, you know? In certain ways, reminds me of Isaiah Rogers in terms of he's just such a fast, quick player. You know, can he use that to his advantage and play some good corner? We've seen how Isaiah Rogers, when given the opportunity, has really shown that the Colts found a great find there uh, back in 2020. So, is Dallas Flowers maybe one of those hidden diamond in the rough guys that has a lot of those traits that you really look for? The elite speed, uh, maybe some ball skills and stuff like that. He's very elusive, obviously. I would like to see them give it, give him an opportunity personally, because at this point, you know, you, you're, you got Stephon Gilmore, uh, Kenny Moore has not been great this year and he's been hurt. Brandon face on also the same way. So I want to see some of the youth movement here at the corner position, starting with Dallas flowers and then also at the safety position with Rodney Thomas and Nick cross. So that guys is kind of in a nutshell, my look here at some positions and some players in those positions that I am looking for. You'll notice, as I said at the beginning, a lot of these guys are rookies or second-year players that I'm really looking for, guys that potential is still sky high for these guys, and I want to see where they land, You know, what kind of players do the Colts have here. So I think that's going to do it, guys, for my kind of look here at the Indianapolis Colts players to watch that I personally am watching for the 2022 regular season, the last three games that the Colts will play. They play the Chargers on Monday night, right? They play the Giants, and then they end the year against the Houston Texans. So that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support. If you have not yet, be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe. Yeah, turn on the notification bell as well because we come out with Colts content all the time. doesn't matter if the Colts are really good or if they stink like they do this year. We're, we're going to be here covering the Colts, so hopefully you guys will stick with us here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate all the support. You guys are incredible. You guys have been with us this whole year. You guys are rock stars. So thank you guys. Take care. Hope you guys stay safe out there. We're right at the start of this kind of snowpocalypse right now that's about to happen. It's just it's going to be pretty, pretty uh, rough weather conditions from all that I've seen, and so hopefully everybody is able to stay safe. Stay warm, stay inside, be with family, whatever you need to do. Hopefully you guys will be able to do that. Hopefully this will be able to help you kill the time a little bit here if you're you know, commuting back from work or if you're stuck at home. Whatever the situation is, thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.